Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. Sitting across from me is Mark. And surprisingly, shockingly almost, you are listening to a podcast that Mark and I are recording called TV Movie Night. Mark, how are you? Andrew, I'm doing great. That's good to hear. I'm glad that we're doing doing the show again. I'm not. We took a long hiatus. Yeah. I, uh, I quit. I walked like away. Six years, I, I think. Kicked over a chair and I said, I'm fucking done. Andrew uh, gave his two weeks notice. I gave it like a, like 16 months ago. Yeah. And you didn't. You never bothered to open. Them. I see the note right there. I it's said, still in the envelope. Uh, yeah, haven't haven't had a chance oh, to open it. Yet. Well, you've been busy. I know. But uh, wanted wanted us to get get back on that horse. Start casting again. Andrew, what have you been doing with your hiatus? Slowly killing myself. Mm-hmm. Not. Uh, it Not wasn't much. Enough. It wasn't much of a hiatus. I guess it was a hiatus from this. Well, this is your full-time job. This is my full-time job. No, I took a hiatus to work two other full-time jobs and uh, decided, well, that that that's no good. No, I had, I had a bunch of shit on my plate. I was shooting something for Fox entitled Superhuman. Just one Fox. Just one Fox. Fox. Be there. Be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, no, it's a uh, upcoming show. It's special in January. Shot a full season. When's it air? It uh, does not have an air date yet, okay. but uh, it is it is coming up hopefully soon. But uh, yeah, we have uh, we shot shot a bunch of material for that, which was which is cool. Worked with a lot of a lot of good uh, good good producers, good talent. Uh, should be a fun show. When it when we get an air date, we'll have more information. And also, I was uh, working on Lucha Underground. At the same time, yep. No days off. No day, Mister No days off. That's what they call me. Mm-hmm. They, the government. Uh, those people. Those people. The yeah, I was working on Lucha Underground, which uh, our season two finale will air Wednesday, eight o'clock. It's a two-hour finale on the El Rey Network. Can no, you tell us who's on the card? Uh, yes, there is. Um, we have. Uh, the dream matchup of Prince Puma. Freddy Krueger. No. Versus Jason The Borges. Sandman. Yes. Uh, Prince Puma, the uh, the hometown hero from mm-hmm. Boyle Heights, going up against the king himself, the king of Lucha Libre, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. That's a big, big match we're all looking forward to. Uh, we have a title match on that card as well. The monster Matanza Cueto versus Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. Which uh, that should be a, a real, really solid fight as well that you're yeah. uh, going to be Vega. Seeing. Yep, Vega versus, versus Iron Mike Tyson. Wow, Vega versus Iron Mike Tyson. So it's it's like a boxing match, but versus, the guy's got a he's got he's like got a mask and a cloth. Yeah, thing. that's pretty. That's that'd be that'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good fight. Uh, but uh, eight o'clock, two hour finale, it's the ultimate conclusion of Ultima Lucha Dos. But that's uh, that's what I've been working on. Cool. What have you been working on, Mark? Andrew. Well, uh, I got turned down for a job. Yeah. Turned uh, down for what? You may remember do, this. Do, do, I uh, do, 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 I asked do, you do, if you needed audience members for your show. Yeah, super And you human. told me we hire professional audiences. We do. We have so, an outside firm no. that brings in audiences. Uh, you, so that I don't think you would have wanted to go to a taping because it's, 60 it's about 10 hours of work of just sitting there and applauding and standing and sitting and standing and applauding and standing and sitting. I did not, I did my other big project qualifying for the, uh, men's fencing team for the Olympics. That oh, did not work That did not pan out. I know you were very excited about uh, open tryouts on that one. Yeah. I, uh, brought my own, brought my own sword. Yeah, they don't it let was, you fight with the uh, big pirate sabers. It's it's an it epi. It was it was a replica of the Bagoron sword oh, from uh, from Legend, Legend, of, Legend Zelda. of Zelda. Uh, again, they don't let you. They didn't it's let a me. Thin sword. Yeah. It's a fencing sword that you needed to bring. So that that didn't work out. And then you just started going, yeah, and then doing the big jumping slash. As yeah, well. you know, yeah. you can't do that. They're like, well, two point. That, that's a touch. That, that charge, yeah, touch. that charge move where you spin around in a circle. Yeah. Uh, well, that's exciting. You working on anything right now? I'm currently working on Big Brother. I'm not what is that? What is that a? It's is that the like a rap album? Summer Sensation that's sweeping the nation. Um, it's CBS's number one show on mm, television, mm. 
It's um, again. You're gonna have to wonderful. be more specific. Is that like a, is that like a Criminal Minds spinoff, or was that? It's a show about the Big Brother program, where oh. at-risk youths are okay. given mentors. Wow, oh, that's actually really nice. That's that's pretty cool. And then, fifteen years after that mentorship, mm-hmm. we take those at-risk youths and we put them in a house. Oh, and we turn them against each other. Oh, okay. Um, that sounds more cruel, I guess. But I guess uh, so. Uh, at least, at least we're getting support for the the big, the little the big, big the, little, bro- yeah. the little sister program. Yeah. So uh, three nights a week. Yeah. And then every night on Pop TV. Pop TV. So you could watch three back to back episodes of Baywatch. Mm-hmm. Then usually Outbreak, the movie. The movie. Mm-hmm. Then us. Yeah. Then usually. Uh, nine zero two one zero reruns. Mm. There's a wrestling a wrestling uh, competitor on that network. Yes, there is. Doesn't Im- look as good. Impact Wrestling doesn't. TNA look as good. is Impact Wrestling. Yeah, they uh, they've been doing some weird stuff on that show. I'll have to show it to you. You guys should do like a Marvel DC crossover event, where like a time rift opens, mm-hmm. and then wrestlers from different things just show up in the same place and have to fight each other or something. Okay. I'll I'll pitch that. I'll see how that goes. Because they did that and like, forget what the matchups were. It was like Joker ends up having to fight Iron Man or some bullshit. That sounds fun. I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Private Joker from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Against the Iron Horse. Cal Ripken Jr. So Andrew, this week, <laughs> uh, so that's what we've been doing. That's uh, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, and that's why you have loads of fun, barrel of laughs. That's why you haven't heard our voices in on a, your air, long, on the airwaves in a long, long, long time. time. But we're here with a brand new episode of TV Movie Night, and that we've actually watched a TV movie, and we're going to talk about it, right? And this week, Mark, as promised, as promised, some. 16 months seven, ago. Seven years ago, we went ahead and went to the excavation site and tried to figure out what we put in that time capsule. Yep. Turns out... Turns it, out that we It said was that, a copy of Cocaine, One Man Seduction. Yes. That's what we left in there. And a, uh, a, a gold record. Yeah, of with, like uh, whale songs and like... Uh, a reading like of poetry, a Vivaldi recording, and then and then a blues standard, and then just the you know like a message of peace in Morris Code just over and over again. Yeah, people laughing. It's, it's you know, and I don't remember why we recorded that golden record. I, I feel like it's, we'll never know. I guess it's lost not. to time. <laughs> uh, yes, we are talking about the 1983 film, television film, Cocaine. One man, One man seduction. seduction. Sounds, to refresh your memories, sounds a little something like this. It started as an innocent and curious whim. I built that office from the ground up. I was number one on the charts for 10 years running. 10. Every two years, a new car. That brought hope and a new outlook to a man who seemed to be losing it. The games that you can play in six figures, I mean, the money that's in this town, it's incredible. I'm worried about you. His addiction accelerating with a vengeance. I gave you a large sum of money. Don't don't tell me in a couple of days. It's been over two weeks now. I can't afford to run out of steam. Eddie, it gives so much, but it takes and it takes and it takes. I'm not into it that heavy. A moving and powerful drama documenting the effects of cocaine dependence, starring Dennis Weaver, Karen Grasso, and Dynasty's Pamela Bellwood. A critically acclaimed film, Cocaine, One Man's Seduction. Wow. That wow. sounds good. Jesus. That's, what a burner. That's something. Uh, Andrew. Mark. A lot of talent. Yeah. In this movie. A lot of talent. A lot of talent. Let's, uh, let's try and figure out what's going on in this fucking film at this fucking time. Yeah. With the, with the segment we call, What Do You Know? What Do You Know? Mark, 1983 is when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. 
What do you know about 1983? Uh, 1983, at the box office, uh, my guess is Return of the Jedi? Yep. May 25th, 1983. So that was probably like the highest grossing movie of the year, I would guess. Anything else? What else do I know about 1983? 1983. Is, uh, who's president? Is that Carter? Mm-mm. Reagan? Mm-hmm. Reagan is president. Uh, it's morning in America. It's about time. Um... About all I know. The final episode of MASH airs in 1983 to okay. a record 125 million viewers. That's a lot of people. Cabbage Patch dolls are sold in shops in 1983 and become an absolute cultural phenomenon. Uh, popular films of the year Return of the Jedi, Tootsie, oh. Trading Places, oh, yes. War Games, Superman 3, Flashdance. Only way to win. Do not play. Staying Alive, National Lampoon's Vacation, Yentl. Of course, Barbara Streisand. Yentl and Octopussy. And then popular musicians, of course, Culture Club, Duran Duran, Phil Collins, The Police. I'm going to make a bold statement. Michael Jackson. We don't need to keep making James Bond movies. Because mm, we already made Octopussy. Have, how many have you seen all the James Bond movies? No. If you had to guess, no. I Would haven't. you say that you've seen a majority of no, them? No, I haven't. Okay, I've probably seen like seven, seven or eight. All right. Yeah. Playing Goldeneye doesn't count as having seen six movies, by the way. And six, so. six or five, oh, probably. Maybe one of them. Um, I've seen them all mm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. There's 25 of them, I think. That sounds right. Reasonably, in just completely, just objective terms, five of them are good. Ooh. Out of those 25, only five of them are any good. Yeah. We don't have to keep making these movies. Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64. Goldeneye for the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, no slappers. Yeah. And uh, big head mode. Of course. Um, it's, it's called DK mode. Thank you. Whatever. Uh, Goldeneye, Casino Royale, Doctor No from Russia with Love, mm-hmm. and Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, those are the only actually good James Bond movies. What the about our garbage? Skyfall. Skyfall was garbage. You and I saw it together. We hated it. What about Spectre? Awful. Tomorrow Never Dies. Horrible. Of the Brosnan films, only one of them is any good, and it's Goldeneye. Ah, Christmas Jones. I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Oh, my God. (laughs) She says, well, hasn't come yet, James. She stared right into his And he says, well, I did, and then he falls asleep. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you know, spy stuff. Classy movie. Um, What about, like... uh, um, you know, Moonraker. Moonraker's terrible. But they have sex in space. What's he doing? I believe he's attempting reentry. Oh, see, <laughs> that's great. And I love that they're like, that's that's going in the movie. That's the yeah. line. That's that's. If you're we're using if that. If you're Q's assistant, does that make you R? See, he says that to John Cleese. How much was rent in 1983? Why don't you take a guess? 1983's average US rent. US rent. Average monthly US rent. 675. 675. Uh, I would, you split that right in half and you're just about there. 335 for average monthly rent. I don't, I don't even think that there are hotel rooms. That you could get for one night for three thirty-five here in Los Angeles. There's got to be a Best Western or that that horrifying La Quinta on Sunset. Yeah, do you know the one by the yeah, Home Depot? That one. It's I like love there's that one. there's nothing. Only crimes occur here. <laughs> <laughs> Average cost of a new house in 1983: $82,600. Mm. Um, average income. Per year in 1983, 
$21,000. Volkswagen Rabbit was about seven grand. Ford Mustang, about 6.5. Uh, a Rabbit of, was more than a Mustang? That's what it says here. All right. Cost of a gallon of 2% milk, $1.35. Men's leather shoes. <laughs> That's an odd statistic. Thirty nine ninety nine. What from what company? I don't know. Like maybe like a Buster Brown, or like a Hush Puppy. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. You go to Payless and you say, "Give me one men's leather shoes, please." I'll, I'll have a men's leather shoes. And they say, "Okay, you want All the right. special?" It's, that's thirty nine ninety nine. They just come yeah. behind the the the. The desk with these, uh, you know, like didn't even give it a size. No, they just look at you. you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's probably like an eleven. Here you go, boom, thirty nine ninety nine, please. And you're like, I hope I love these men's leather shoes. You will. But uh, a lot of other things happening. Unemployment rampant in 1983, highest since 1941. Sixteen percent. I think it was like eleven percent at the time. That's a lot of unemployment. Uh, Reagan was tackling a lot of different issues, but the big thing on everyone's mind, the war on drugs. Yep. Drugs. Mark. Destroying our country. Destroying our youth. Destroying our noses. Destroying us. Our pocketbooks. Drugs. Drugs. Big, 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 big. Big thing in the early 80s, according to the news reports that I didn't read. But now, now Andrew, you've taken a strong nugs, not drugs stance. Exactly. Is that exactly. Every time that you think that you want to reach for a drug, turn around and reach for a nug. A nug. Comma yeah. chick. <laughs> okay. Chick nugs. Yeah. Just just load up on chick nugs, not drugs. Yeah. I, I have a shirt that says nugs, not drugs. Nugs. I've been trying Comma, to push this chick. chick. <laughs> And, you know, because what's more, what's better, you know, sitting in a corner, shooting up on black tar heroin or getting yourself a big box of chick nugs, delicious Tyson and chick just, nugs. and just plopping them in the juice, mm-hmm. just bang. What's that? Sweet chili. Delicious. Boom. Sweet and sour. Awesome. Barbecue, hot mustard, honey. I don't, I don't suggest Straight up honey, ketchup. but some people, some people would suggest honey. I, that's, that's disgusting. Maple it's syrup. Disgusting. Just throw it in the trash can at that point. You might as well do drugs. All yeah. right. I say that's garbage. <laughs> Straight up ketchup, whatever you want. Nugs, n- comma, chick, not drugs, <laughs> comma, all, all. Yes. At, at all. Cause yeah. again, it's, I mean, there's a lot of drugs out there, Mark. And you and I as, as hip young people have done our share. All the drugs. Yeah. Yeah, we're you know our our wild college uppers. days uppers downers, downers. flim flams zimmers zippers red caps WMDs Bees. all all the drugs and that's that's just before breakfast that's that was before that breakfast that was to get me out of bed yeah you got you just you just reached into your drawer mm-hmm. and you just came out with a just needles sticking out of your hand along with a fistful of pills and powders. Um, um, um. Oh man, I love all these zimmers and flim flams <laughs> these, these zimmermans. But imagine, though, you reach over, open the drawer, reach in, come out, big old thing of chicky nugs. Oh, just, yes. Oh, um, nom, nom, that nom, gets nom, you nom. out of morning. It's like Popeye and spinach. Just kick out of bed. Fit to the finish. Because I eat my nugs, comma, chick. Comma, chick. And if only kids had listened to this podcast in the early 80s, because then you wouldn't have Nancy Reagan and Mr. T trying to fight the war on drugs, and they could just say... Just say no to drugs and yes to nugs, comma, chick. (laughs) I should have done a speaking tour. Uh, That that probably would have helped. Uh, But drugs. And so that's what leads us to this piece of cinema, 1983's Cocaine, One Man's Seduction. Uh, Premiering on NWNBC in the early part of 1983. I have here February... 1983 uh this stars dennis weaver mcleod mcleod uh he's also known for Gunsmoke. he was also in duel yes which is uh probably probably the best tv movie i've ever seen but uh, we will never watch it on this show no, no dennis weaver dennis weaver's in this film yeah a lot of other names jeffrey tambor jeffrey tambor uh looking Basically, exactly the same. It, a little more hair. No, a little I think, more hair I think on it's top. basically uh, 
Um, the brother, uh, the twin brother on Arrested Development. No, it's 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 him in uh, Larry Sanders' show. Yes, is basically what he looks, looks a like lot here. Like that. Hey now, <laughs> I fell down and I chipped my tooth. I've never seen it. It's a good show. Uh, you've got Jeffrey Tambor in this in this movie. You've got James, a young James Spader in this. Jimmy film. Spader. Playing uh, Dennis Weaver's son. I had always thought that he was a billion years old, so it was really throwing me off when I'm seeing him. Seeing as a young James Spader? A young James Spader, because I just had always assumed that he looked like he did. He looked like he does in the blacklist did you just not for see, the rest of his life. Did you not see Stargate? No. You never, never saw Stargate? I never, see Star, never saw Stargate. Look, Roland Emmerich begins and ends with me at Independence Day. And 2012. And 2012. John Cusick ramps over a fucking volcano in that movie. Uh, that that was on Sci-Fi a couple of weeks ago when I was at Siffy Siffy when I was at uh, BB mm-hmm. in the break room and I was like, well, this this break not, not going back to work. Yeah, this break just turned into three and a half hours long. Uh, no, but James Spader, I just always assume he looks like if he doesn't look like uh, what he looks like Ultron. in the blacklist, he looks like Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted him to talk to his dad yeah. about. Uh, about there, the downfall of man. There are no strings on me. <laughs> and now this movie sucks. Yeah. No. What? Are you trying to tell what, when Ultron shows up, that's when the movie gets bad in the Avengers? The whole movie is bad. No, it's not. It's not all bad. Yes, it is. No, there's some okay parts in it. Please describe them to me. The part where Captain America, like, saves that woman from falling out of the car when the when the city's flying that's a pretty cool part yes and then when the part where the movie's when all three hours long when ultron like runs away to the forest and the vision catches him and then he's like and then they talk him he talks him to death yeah he talks (laughs) that's pretty cool (laughs) it's pretty cool or when black widow gets captured and and then do you like the part where we have a whole fucking new character get dropped into the movie at the end of the the second act and they're like here's our new hero in case there weren't enough heroes here here's another one but Jarvis buy the toys. Jarvis has been there for buy a while the toys. No I Go buy I, the toys no. All right I guess I'll buy the toy Jarvis has been there since Iron Man 1 It's not the same But it's now he's now he's a dude now he's, he's Now a he's mission. a dude now he's a dude and, and he's, he's like got, he's got brain power He's like I'm going to help you and like why and he's like I, I don't know. I don't know. How do you... I, I feel like I'm supposed to. Okay. Thanks. Great. Wonderful go, character motivation. Go get that Ultron. I guess I'm supposed to. I can really relate to that. But James, Yay. but James Spader's, he's fine. He's fine. It's that mashup where they took lines from his character in The Office. That was pretty cool. And added it to to the Avengers. That was pretty cool. Um. But yeah, I just assumed it was gonna be Ultron. In the I movie. liked when uh, they took the scenes from Crash, the Cronenberg, <laughs> the Cronenberg movie, one. and just had Ultron banging somebody in yeah. the back of a crash maybe, car. Maybe next time. Dump. That was a pretty cool scene. And then you've got uh, you got uh, Karen Grassle. Yes. Pamela Bellwood. All your favorites. All all of your favorites. This movie, written by Barry Schneider. Barry Schneider. This is a very Barry Schneider movie. Barry Schneider seems to be mostly known for um, Harper Valley PTA. Of course. Something called Down Payment on Murder. Uh, what's what's our what's our what's the interest rate on this on this murder? Surprisingly low. Two percent. Like like three and a quarter. All right, what if I give you a s- stronger down payment mm-hmm. and mm. um, I promise not to hire someone to kill you next? Um, I'm going to talk to the guys in the back. I'm going to talk to my boss. He's not going to go talk to No, I'm a, No, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to go talk to my boss. We're going to see if we can get you in this murder. All, all right? right. All right. I feel real strongly. I like you. You've got, you're a good person. And I think this murder is going to fit you very well. Well, if you get that down to two, I think we'll have a deal. Well, we'll see what I can do. I have to go talk to my boss, but just wait right here. Do you need like a soda or a water or a coffee just or something? Fine. All right. You. All right. Well, I'll be back in a minute. 
honey, we're, we're going to get this murder for under two. <laughs> if he comes back with anything higher than two, we're going to we, we, we walk, walk up and we leave, leave and then he'll yeah. make another offer. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I, know just, to do. I, I know the I know game here. <laughs> That's if that was the whole movie, I'm sorry, negotiating that. a murder yeah. that way in a used car dealership. Yeah. Something called mother's boys hunted by her past deadly force. Uh, something called take this job and shove it. Based on the song? Based on the song. So he wrote two movies based on songs? Because I think Harper Valley PTA was a song before it was a movie, right? I wouldn't know. And then directed by Paul Wendkos. Paul Wendkos. Best known for his Gidget films and a prolific specialist in the made-for-TV movies. Brought to Hollywood by Columbia Pictures boss Harry Cohn on the strength of 1957's The Burglar. A low-budget film noir shot on location in Philadelphia and Atlantic City. So the Gidget movies. They said, get get me that guy get that me, did the burglar. Get me Gidget. <laughs> and then make him do Gidget movies until he dies. Make him, make him, make him, we're going to make a Gidget, but Gidget gets addicted to smack. Yeah. And they're like, I don't, I don't, I think the actress that played Gidget is dead. What about the director? <laughs> All right, yeah, we can probably get him. Get him addicted to smack. Yes. <laughs> and then we're going to make this movie. <laughs> so let's talk about 1983's Cocaine, One Man's Seduction. Seduction. Now, Mark, you had crowed about this movie for about seven years. I love this hiatus. movie. And I don't, I now that I've seen it, I mean, we'll talk about it, but what what is it that you had to let everyone know that we had to watch Cocaine, One Man's Seduction? Okay. Andrew, when you see it, when you think of drug movies... Yeah. Movies about drugs. You're no, assuming uh, about nugs. it's going to be like traffic about teenagers at McDonald's, right? Teenagers yeah. who are like getting all hopped up on dope because yeah. of I peer saw, pressure. I saw Spring Breakers. I know what yes. I know what drug movies are like. Because their friends make them do it. And then there's a scene at the end where they're crying and they're like, I'm so scared. And then their parents hold them and they say, it's going to be okay. I'll always love you. And no. then they've kicked addiction. That's what you expect. Well, right? no, because then, because then they they get into those things, and the guys are like ass to ass, and then yes, Marlon Wayans is like holding his arm because he's got cut off. His arm then, got cut off, or, then, or no, Jared Leto gets his arm cut off. Oh yeah, um, Marlon Wayans just goes. To he jail. just goes to jail, and then uh, that that old lady gets shock treatment. Yeah, and then Shooter McGavin's there. And everybody just eats their shit about what a great movie it yeah, is. Yeah, because then because we get to find out that drugs are bad. I don't know if you know this or not, Mark. I didn't but know it Drugs are, are bad. bad. Same thing with um. I don't know if you know about Crash, not the Cronenberg one, but the other one. Racism, Racism. bad, bad. Well, a lot of people. It's a bold stance to take. A lot of people have been on the fence about it, but here's the deal, Mark. Bad. It's not good. Not good. And and um. Not only are white people racist, what? But black people are racist too. What? And it's also bad. Oh my god, that's this movie's got to win an Academy Award. Uh, yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the it's people the are big gonna, one. People are going to be talking about this movie for a while, yeah. right? Cocaine, one man one seduction. Man seduction, meanwhile, is not about kids. It's about an older guy, yeah, played by fucking dude, your favorite Dennis Weaver. Dennis Weaver coming out of coming out of uh, retirement to uh, play a hopped up cocaine. real estate uh, magnate. <laughs> so basically, this movie starts off that we get a sweet Dennis. Well, what what no, the way what, what draws you to the stupid movie? The movie starts first off. I like that subject matter. I like that it's about an older dude who's on cocaine. Yeah, I like the way that it's shot. I because there's there's this one shot where he's driving and he's on cocaine. Do you remember the shot? And he's like, yeah, things are going well, and we're like following him alone along. Yeah. And then the camera pulls out, and you realize we're we're like in a helicopter shot tracking this car for from like a mile away. Did you see that? Do you remember the shot? Or do, were you were you playing Pokemon? I was probably playing happened? Pokemon. But what I'd like to imagine is that's the police. We're seeing it from the police POV. It's it like could the be end, a police. It's the end chance, of yeah. uh, was that Goodfellas where he starts flipping out? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably what that was. Great thing about Goodfellas, and it's the same way with all Scorsese movies, is cocaine is not a bad thing in Scorsese movies. 
because yeah. he's talking about how he's seeing all these helicopters and everybody's telling him he's paranoid. But there were helicopters. There were helicopters. He was so, being followed. So the cocaine just gave him like the supernatural ability to see helicopters from far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't see the problem. And then I loved Dennis Weaver's over-the-top performance when he starts doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And I loved the um, the opening sequence. There's It's like drawings of people's faces. Do yeah. you remember this? Yes. And I was just thinking like, man, they put a lot of like time and money into this movie when we live in an age where like tv movies are shot for next for like next to nothing with like they're like, just throw up blue screens don't even build a set just go outside go outside the blue screens out there just shoot it whatever it doesn't matter yeah then then doesn't, doesn't fucking matter but that's what was you 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 appreciated the work that was put into this i appreciated the work i appreciated dennis weaver going over the top Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that it's about drug use for adults. But we we found out that drugs, no, we want nugs, not drugs. Yes, drugs are bad. Yeah. So let's talk about. Do you not want to talk about the movie? No, I do. I do. I do. Uh, well, we should explain what the movie is. So you've got Dennis Weaver. Who plays a, uh, he's an over the hill, just about over the hill. Yeah. He's in his 40s, in his, in his mid-40s. Late, mid to late 40s. He's uh, working as a real estate agent, and he was number one for 10 years. A new car every <laughs> six months. Uh, so, and, but at this point, a lot of young bucks have started filtering into the real estate firm. It's been bought up by a bigger company. So Dennis Weaver's character is worried about getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And uh, a lot time of, is passing him by, and his big uh, his big stock and trade was um, middle class houses, but uh, the real estate company is kind of trending towards big, big high end real estate. Yeah, that's where the money is. That's where the most of the commissions are coming from. He's uh, fall. He's not ABCing. All right, he's not. No. It's, it's it's he doesn't he doesn't have the leads. A always B B C closing, and he is not. He's not. He's not. He gets no coffee. He gets no coffee because he's not closing. He yeah. uh, coffee is for closers. He tried to um tried to close the deal, but the loan the loan officer at the real estate agency was like these these two one of them's pregnant. They're not going to be working in like three months, and the other one's got lousy credit. I'm not going to give them a thing. They. You gotta, yeah. you gotta start selling some boats, man. You gotta, you gotta get the whales. We don't want the minnows. We want the whales. So he's worried now. Meanwhile, uh, he's got a son, James Spader, who go is to college. He was a a high school senior. He's uh, wrestling. He's a he's does, you know, does wrestleman does wrestleman stuff. But we never see him getting fitted for a mask or anything. So like he want, can't be I, a real it's wrestler. Amateur wrestling. He's not a pro yet. Yeah, yeah. It's amateur. Like, where's his cape? Yeah, what, what, he didn't even pick any entrance music. And let, I, I, I don't see him preening at all. I don't see him even practicing preening. We see him wrestle once, but not not one sharpshooter, not one leg drop. It's just it's 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 sad, is what. And it like is. when the audience, when the the crowd claps for him, he doesn't get stronger. You yeah, know? he doesn't listen for it. And well, he also doesn't get them to boo. He doesn't pick up a microphone and say, "Oh, here I am in Long Beach." You know what they call this place outside of Long Beach? The enema of the United States. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh. Truth hurts, doesn't it? Then he drops the microphone. None of that. None None of that that. takes place. So he's not that good a wrestler. Yeah. But he doesn't even look under that thin mat for a chair. A a sledgehammer. A cinder block. A kendo stick. Nothing. Nothing. So, but he's hoping to get some kind of scholarship to Stanford, a wrestling scholarship. Not like that. It's not like that. Absolutely not like that. Uh, but uh, his, I should say that Dennis Weaver wants James Spader to go to Stanford, but but Dennis, but James Spader thinks that he wants to take a year off of college. Dennis Weaver thinks he's making a mistake because he's going to get stuck having to sell shitty houses for twenty years and be number one for ten years every six months. A new car. <laughs> And then uh, his wife is uh, kind of a non-entity in this movie, at least for the first first half. She's a nice, supportive woman. Yes, that's all. A lot of a lot of these TV movies that we've come across, it's always a nice, supportive woman. Yeah, that's as deep as that's, they get they're into. They're like, the I don't know, character. and she's a she's the wife. That's yeah, fine. She'll, the wife. She'll be crying later. 
So uh, D- Dennis uh, is trying. Dennis Weaver's trying to push and become a, a better salesman and to get some bigger clients. So he ends up going to a couple uh, upper class parties and he's talking to his bosses and he's like, "I need the bigger fish. I need to. I need to step it up." And they're like, "That's a young man's game. You're old. You're yeah. you ain't got. You ain't got it, old man." He's the Chrysler Building. Uh, and uh, so he goes to these high-end parties to try and land new clients, but he's an old he's an old fuddy-duddy. He shows yeah. up in a suit, and they're like, hey, man. That's not how we dress. This is Biz Kaz Fry here, all right? We don't even got suits. Biz Kaz Fry. Fry. Yeah. Yeah. Biz Kaz Fry. Is that where you dress like a homeless person? No, no. It's Biz Ca- B- Business Casual Fridays. And I know it's Tuesday, but it's Biz Kaz Fry. <laughs> You know, come on, old man. We ain't wearing button ups. But should should I should I undress? Is that? Yeah, I guess if you want to. No, that's Bizcast twos. This is Bizcast fry. Oh, okay. God, even but it is Tuesday. (laughs) I know. So uh, he um, he starts getting tempted, though, because he goes in the bathroom and there's a bunch of bunch of cool guys cool cool, eight, cool 80s businessmen that's <laughs> basically what this movie is cool guy 80s businessmen doing a lot as much cocaine as they can fit in their nose All right so, so, and, and they're like you want a toot man huh you want you want you want a little bit you want a little bit of taste he's like no i i'm i'm perfectly content being a closet alcoholic because <laughs> he's just drinking scotch I'd all the time s- I, I wouldn't say closet i'd say just open He's just out like, there, alcoholic. Look, I got, I got alcoholism, all right? Yeah, that's, 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 that's getting me where I need that's to go. The Thank gir- you. That's the house I go back to every <laughs> night. Uh, then he goes and he um, he has a card game where he's still worried about what his future is going to, because he hasn't been closing any deals and his son doesn't want to go to college and he's just, he's upset Sounds about it. Long. So then uh, he goes and his buddies are uh, playing cards with them. Jeffrey Tambor, his dentist, is also yeah. part of his, uh, his nightly, weekly card game. And uh, we can Jeffrey Tambor also doing a little bit of the cocaina. Yeah, he goes off to the bathroom and comes back and goes back to the bathroom and comes back and goes back to the bathroom and yeah. comes back and he's always like, "Let's play cards." Yeah, he's like, let's just go, let's just go. We're man. gonna play cards. It's gonna be fucking great. What are you? What are you doing? Stay, stay, hit, hit, stay. <laughs> just give me, give, give, give me the card. Give me the card. Give me the card. Give me the card. This is a great idea. It's brilliant. Hearts. We're playing hearts now. Unshuffles all of Yeah, it's like I, just, I love music. Why don't we play in music, man? Let's get a band. Huh. Oh, he's yeah. just drenched in sweat. Uh, I'll call. Um, I'm gonna fold. Yeah. I, I feel like he's got something. <laughs> I think he's got. He's holding 16 cards. He's got to have so something in them, there. He's got to have at least some two pairs. Combination has to be good in there. Uh, so uh, he then sends uh, sends the guys on their way, but we can see that uh, you know Jeffrey Tambor seems to be having a good time. Yeah. So finally, finally. Oh, also he's got this uh, he's got this coworker who's always like kind of coming on to him like the whole time. The young girl from yeah. uh, she in Dallas or something, something like that. Like she's always kind of flirting with him. Yeah. But she uh, she's hanging around as well. So finally, Dennis Weaver decides. You know what? Just Fuck it. Screw it. it. Just give me g- some cocaine. G- what do you got there? Give me, give me all that cocaine. And uh, turns out, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, he comes out. He's got some good ideas. He's got some pep in his step. He's got some confidence. He's feeling good. He's feeling great. He's, you know, he's got. He's he's and he starts making deals. Starts closing starts some cl- deals. Closing some deals. He gets like six leads. He closes four. They're like, that's a new record. Man, he's moving back to number one. He was number one for ten years. Every six months, a new car. So now he's now he's climbing back to the top. He's mm-hmm. back in the young man's game, and he's feeling great. His wife likes the energy he has. Yeah, but she's a little concerned. You know, this is a little out of character. Never, never, he never sleeps, and he's always up, and he's always trying to get her to dance. Yeah, and always wants to start a band. <laughs> With his dentist, and uh, yeah, so um, 
And his dentist is a pretty pretty decent drummer, but but not like not like not professional like band. band. Maybe yeah. like a, you start like a garage band or something. Yeah, just tooling around with your friends, maybe. So uh, Dennis Weaver. So the rest of the, the so basically the second act. It's just his cocaine use ramping up. He just seems to be doing it a lot of times. Yeah, and uh, getting more and more involved with his. Uh, his uh, supplier, who is like a bank officer, yes, and uh, then it just starts to starts to get a little away from him. It's, you know, the cost of the cocaine he continues needs more to rise. And more drugs, and the cost uh, keeps going up. Cost keeps going up, but he's closing deals, man. He's yeah. he's this close to a record deal. He's this close. They're gonna be number one on the Billboard charts for ten years. Every <laughs> six months, a new album. So now uh, Dennis, uh, but uh, then starts to get a little little sad on the family side because his wife's like, you're always working. You always seem stressed out. Yeah. I, Where's I, I the never man? see you. Where's I mean, the man I married? I get that you're making all this money, but money is everything. buys a new car? Every six months. <laughs> <laughs> so um, finally... Uh, uh, he starts to near his uh, his rock bottom. He's starting to get a little stressed now, out. Now we're coming up on. We, I think we're coming up on a great scene, which yeah. is where Dennis Weaver is like sneezing a little bit or sniffly around Jeffrey Tambor. Yes, you remember it, this scene? Yes, Jeff and Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor well, first shoves up, him up against a wall. First of all, we find out that Jeffrey Tambor is addicted to cocaine. Right, and then accidentally, accidentally on purpose, shoots himself. Like he's holding a gun, yes. and he's because he's talking about how everything's kind of falling apart, but he's feeling great because he's on coke. Yeah. So he off screen he accidentally shoots himself and almost kills himself, and uh, then he recovers. Now he's at this card game where he he sniffs out that Dennis Weaver is doing his money, is all the drugs that he used to do. Yeah. So he puts him up against the wall and he's like, "Look, man." And Dennis Weaver's like, "I just have a little head cold," and he's like, "Oh, head cold." I've heard that excuse. I've heard excuses you've never even thought of. <laughs> I've like, been in, I've been in the game, man. Yeah. It's like the yeah, he gives him the scared straight speech. You're, yeah, he runs him down like, in a stand hallway. Up, stand up. Stand Put up. You, sit down. Nah, That's what it's like. Take off your shoes. Give me your shoes. Give me your shoes. I got your <laughs> shoes now. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Uh, sit down. I don't know. Wait for you to give me my shoes back, I guess. <laughs> stand up. Uh yes, he gives him this big rundown and and Dennis Weaver's like, man, you don't know nothing. You, yeah. don't, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Nothing. I'm not like you, man. You don't I'm know not like nothing. you. Nothing. And uh, so, uh, so it's just these two middle-aged guys yelling at each other. Meanwhile, the guys in the card room are like, "Is that coming back?" I, I think. We were gonna, I think we should just do another hand. Just let's we'll just, just let's just do a separate. Let's we'll just, just redeal. Why don't we play? We'll play rummy while they're yeah. yelling about something. So finally, Dennis, uh, then everything starts to spiral out of control. He's closing all these deals, but he's starting to act more stressed out. His health is getting a little sideways. He's sniffling a lot. His nose starts bleeding during meetings, which, you know, that happens. You know, you just say it's too dry in here. Yeah. I got, I got, I got sinus things. He, um, now he stores his cocaine in a, in a sh- an electric razor box. <coughs> right. And, uh, he uh, flips out because his, his son, son borrow James Spader. James Spader borrows it, and he's like, "Where's the? Where's my? Where's a fucking razor?" So then he goes because you know he's 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 got a big deal. He's got a big deal. You know, he needs that. He needs that bump. He needs that push. A little bit of little little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit pinch. Uh, so then he um, he puts. Uh, he, he's got this like he's got this like big fuck off bag of cocaine in his in this bag at <laughs> yes. this point that he paid like four grand for. Uh, you like take a loan out for yeah and um as he's doing that cocaine he sneezes or no he like coughs or something and he knocks the uh he knocks the bag off the uh, sink into the toilet yeah and there goes the cocaine and now he's like oh no he says oh i've i've flushed it down the drain and then he thinks and he goes no no correlation no there's zero that's that's literally what happens but not metaphorically no metaphor here so uh, he then starts freaking out even more because now he's out of cocaine. He's like, he's like, uh, he's basically running on fumes when it comes to cocaine. He's starting okay. to a little bit of withdrawal. He's edgy. He's irritable. He's like trying to trying to negotiate deals. And uh, his son, his mother, finds 
which this was confusing to Dennis me. Dennis Weaver's wife. Dennis Weaver's wife is mad at James Spader because she's like, which uh, any information, any information that Je- De- Dennis Weaver's wife ever comes up with, it's due to like snooping. It's always like that's it's what, she, that's what women she's do. Like, she's like, I was going through his sock drawer and I found this letter. I was going through your pockets and yeah. I found this. The- and uh, she's uh, she's running a detective agency over here. She finds uh, she finds a little bit of cocaine in uh, James Spader's pockets. Right. And James Spader later tells Dennis Weaver that that was his cocaine. And it makes me. Oh, was he going to do that? Or why did he have that on him? He, I think he took it. I think James Spader. <clears throat> has known that his dad's been doing cocaine, and so he wanted to hide it so that he wanted to do cocaine. Like grain by grain? Like in, I don't uh, know. Like in uh, uh, the... the um, Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. He's just, he's just dumping just it out on the carpet. It out. Yeah, that doesn't... It didn't... Because it was like... it was There wasn't like nothing there because yeah. he has this big fucking bag. Well, then maybe he did it. I don't know. No, because then he later tells... He's like, do you think I was going to do that shit? Huh? What are you dumb? He's like you're an embarrassment. Like he dresses his dad down. Yeah. So I was assuming that James Vader was not going to do it, but he just decided to take Maybe a pinch a just because. Maybe it was a Shawshank situation. I'm I'm confused by that. But anyway, Dennis Weaver then starts to spiral out of control. He promises his son after D- he gets James busted. James Vader crawled through a mile of cocaine. <laughs> Did not do a single no. bump. Uh, he tells James. He tells James Spader that he's he's done. He's done with the junk. He's not gonna do it anymore. I've, I I ran out. I dumped it in the toilet on accident. I've I've been like two days and I'm feeling great. As he's like wheezing and leaning yeah. up against the wall, he's like, I feel great. And James Spader is like, Wait a minute. You, it wasn't two days ago. It was like 15 minutes ago. I saw you. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Yeah, that's a just... new withdrawal every six minutes. <laughs> and um, I saw that happen. It was just now. It was. I was up there. Yeah. I was standing next to you. Don't you remember? It's, it's been like a month since it's, I've done cocaine. It's, it's been like, like, a, like a year, like how, a year and a half. How old are you now? 28, 29? <laughs> are, are we living on the moon now? I feel like we're all the way in the future. It's like, Dad, you just did cocaine. <laughs> it's on your nose. Uh so now he um, he goes after he goes to his his source and the source gets arrested and now he goes to that lady's to the place girl that was flirting and with he's him. like give me the fucking cocaine I need that cocaine and uh, he manages to find some cocaine and then he has to go close some big deal and he's now so far on edge that he goes and he's flipping out in this like meeting he's like these people following me and he's looking out the window and then he has a heart attack yeah. Goes to the goes to the hospital, and uh, his wife, his wife at that point. Which Mark, I feel like if I did cocaine for like six months, I feel like you'd be able to figure out that I was doing cocaine maybe like two weeks in. Uh, and you don't even live here. Yeah, I'd know pretty. Qu- it would be hard, I imagine, for you to hide your cocaine use from me. Yeah, unless you were only doing it at work. Well, but no, I never see you at work, so I would. But, I want to know. But uh, here is uh, Dennis Weaver's wife, who snoops all the time as That's well. That's true, yeah. And couldn't, who is surprised to find out when the doctor comes up to her and is like, oh, you're, you're lucky your husband's not dead because he had, enough cocaine he had a heart attack and he's been ODing. He's been doing a lot of cocaine. And yeah. she's like, what? I, my husband's doing cocaine? Cocaine? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's stacked to the gills. Didn't you listen to the president's address? <laughs> nugs, not nugs, comma chick, not drugs, <laughs> drugs, comma all. Just say mo, mo nugs. <laughs> uh, and uh, so she's surprised by that, and we find out then that um, you know Dennis Weaver's apologetic, and then he, he's he, like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do all that cocaine that I did, I did do." Yeah. Continuously, I, I didn't mean to do it, but yeah. I did it. I did. I did. So I did, I did do it. I did so much cocaine. I did. I did the drugs, not the nugs. Yeah. Now I want more nugs. Now I need more chick nugs. So instead of because the police are there as well, and they're like, "We found we found this baggie, this empty baggie. Did all he did all the cocaine? He did all the drugs." Yeah. 
So then we fade to from the hospital to the courtroom where the judge is like, well, this is your first offense and you get you pled guilty. So two years probation and a $5,000 fine. Get out of my sight. Yeah. You dirtbag. And, uh, I'm thinking, and then a black man comes in with less cocaine. Less a black man was a a black man was busted for jaywalking, and they found a joint on him. And they're like, "You're going to jail for the rest of your life." That's the dirt bag. That sentence. We have to clean up these streets. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So then they go home, and the family shares a good cry, and they're like, "We'll, we'll, we're going to be stronger because of this." I love you guys. And then that's the end of the movie. That's the end of it. Which I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, but that's the end of the movie. Well, that's the thing about cocaine movies, or again, I touched on it briefly with Scorsese, but like, there, this is a time period where, even when you're told, okay, we're gonna make a movie about how bad cocaine is, it's usually made by people who are on cocaine, and mm-hmm. the end result is always like, it's not that bad. <laughs> It's you know it could be uh, could be worse could be worse like could, could be worse you get a lot done like you don't see that in movies about like alcoholics or movies about like LSD or anything really any other drug like any, or heroin it's like because you do heroin and then you like pass out on the floor and then you get HIV and then you die mm-hmm. that's what happens when you do heroin but with cocaine movies it's like so you get you do cocaine you get a lot done. You you clean your house, you do better at work, you're better with friends, you're more sociable. Yeah. And then when it gets to be too much, you know, just you, you just, get scared. You stop doing it. You get scared and you freak out and you stop doing it. And the end. Um. Well, my thing is, is that uh, um. I I mean, I assume he gets to keep all that money, right? That he got from all those commissions, like. Sure. Getting addicted to coke, right? And then... Uh, uh, I, I, we have to imagine that his cocaine addiction, including the fee, the, the $5,000 fine, right? Mm-hmm. We have to assume that it has cost him maybe $15,000. But with all How those much? commissions... How much? $15,000. $10,000? No. $15,000? Yeah, $15,000. $15,000. But we have to assume that his net profit from those six months of intense, because he was closing deals all the time, he he had to have netted like you know like a, maybe fifty grand. Yeah, I, I mean he probably doubled his yearly intake that year. Yeah, of cocaine and, and of money and money. Yes, but you know here's the deal, Mark. If I was like, if what if I told you this? I was like, okay, so, um. It's an investment. I, I will, you can double, you can double the amount of money that you make this this coming year. Yes. All you have to do is get addicted to cocaine for 4 months. And then after that 4 months, then you just taper off and then but then you've doubled you you've doubled it. You don't even taper off. You just stop doing cocaine. Like yeah. he's not addicted to cocaine at the end of the movie. Yeah, because he goes. He just stops. He's court ordered to go to a rehabilitation program. <laughs> yeah, he stops and it's over. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's not. You know, it's not even like nicotine, where like you spend the rest of your life yearning for a cigarette. No, you just, you just, you just like. Oh, I guess I'm done doing cocaine. It's yeah, it's like playing. You know, but then I still have my family and I still have my house and I still. I'd assume he still has his job, right? Yeah, why not? Why would they fire him? They can't really. Well, I mean, drug use was affecting his. Uh, Positively, it was positively well, no, affecting he his performance. Well, no, flipped out on those clients, and then thought, you lose a couple of clients. What's the big deal? I mean, he, I guess he could go some. He could go to a different firm because he was number one for ten years. Every six months, a new addiction. <laughs> and then now he's addicted to chicken nuggets. Chicken nug, chicken nugs. Chicken. Those are legal. I would gladly for now, I would, Obama. Yeah, thanks. First, he'll come after. First, he came for the vape shops, and I said nothing. nothing. Then he took our guns. And then and he I took. And I said nothing, and now he's coming for our yeah. nuggets. And there was no one, to, no one to save me. Uh, I mean, if I was, if I imagine you were being shown a house, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we have beautiful open ceilings. Uh, oh. it's we've got this uh, this wonderful little breakfast nook. I love that. Oh. And he was just eating chicken nuggets as he was showing them to you. I would be more, I'd be more inclined to did, 
give him the money. Did you make those here or? No, no, I picked them up on the way over. Oh, oh. okay. Did you bring any? Did for you me? miss a lunch or something? No, no, no. I am. Hmm. Oh, it's good. The sweet chili's good. So you got a barbecue? Yeah, I got barbecue. Uh, if you were to give me one of those nugs, it would certainly certainly couldn't hurt your chances of having me buy this place. Well, I'll talk to the boys in the back. He's gonna go when he comes back. He's gonna make it out. If, if it's less than two nugs, we, we walk. walk. We walk. We're getting out of here. How? <laughs> Uh, the uh, but this movie this movie didn't really I'll sell give you me one nug. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel like we got the better deal. I think we got a good deal there. Uh, the um, this movie didn't really sell me on the horrors of cocaine addiction though. No, which is what I love. <laughs> it's just like some shit happened, and then uh, then it was okay. Then he turned out he turned out just fine. Everything's fine. His kids fine. His kids His wife's going, fine. Go, kids probably going to school because he, he during a scene where he comes across he's like looking for money. Yeah, he comes across like his son's college fund, but he doesn't take he doesn't that. Doesn't take money. it. He, he thinks thinks about it back. It. He thinks about it, but he doesn't take it. <coughs> so I I don't know. I guess it's like I feel like they could have ramped this up, right? Yes, it could have been a much more, much bigger cautionary tale. But again, and this is part of what I love about this movie, is that it doesn't, it's it's almost a pro-cocaine movie. Mm-hmm. Because he gets shit done. He gets stuff done. He has a heart attack in the process, and there's some downfall that happens because of it, but... In but, the end, he gets out. He gets out pretty much scot free. And in fact, I would say he gets out better than he was when he started. Yeah, because now he's back on the tops, baby. He's yeah. back to number one. He's back to number one. He's got more confidence again. Mm-hmm. His family still loves him. If his kid goes to Stanford, maybe there they'll teach him how to wrestle like a goddamn man. Yeah, you know, you know oil right. yourself up. You want do a little crowd work for Christ? Yeah, sake. exactly. There was no pointing to people in the crowd. Yeah. He didn't shake the ropes at any time. There weren't even ropes. It was ridiculous. Ugh, just absolutely atrocious fact-checking on this movie. Farm league wrestling. I don't, I just, I don't buy it. It's bush league. I don't know if it's like a beer league that they've got going on where they don't have ropes and turnbuckles and at least an entrance ramp, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, you've got to pick a song to come out and preen to. Where's the pyrotechnics? <laughs> He's not going to get that scholarship. I no, hope they not I hope, like that. I would. You would probably want to go to Division Two, maybe in Division Three school with those skills. I don't think you're going to get in. A, a maybe D1. train himself up. Maybe go to junior college, practice some skills, and then maybe he can. Then he can move up. Maybe. Uh, but uh, all in all, Mark, this movie was not very good. You didn't like this one? No, I did not like this one. So, Andrew, I, I guess the question is, how many? How many TV movies do we have to watch before we find some good ones? Because we watched Killdozer. That was good. We watched Day After. That was good. And the rest have kind of been The rest garbage. have been fucking terrible. What, are you, what, are we, what am I supposed to do with that, huh? I don't know. It's, it's, you know what? It's probably... Do we want to watch good movies that are airing on TNT and talk about the commercials? Uh, no, no. I, I think it's I think it's one of those things where I think it's just been it's been it's just been bad luck, right? Just it's it's just bad. I I mean there there are lists of like the greatest TV movies, mm-hmm. and well, we don't want that. They're usually the same thing. It's Duel and Day After, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of garbage. But that's what TV movies are, is this bunch of garbage. There's got to be some good ones out there somewhere. If, if yeah, and we watched it. It's called... The Day After. No, it's called Killdozer. The Ghost of Flight 401. There will never be another crash <laughs> on a USA airplane. Ernest Borgnine was there, and he was a ghost. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. What's, what's, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, mm. So are we going to watch Mazes and Monsters next? Yeah, I, I guess. Mazes and Monsters is the one with Tom Hanks. Yes. Hey! Hi! Don't eat my mazes! Don't eat the maze! Don't eat the maze! 
I like that that's our quintessential Tom Hanks movie is Turner and Hooch. And that's Turner and Hooch because it's every single movie that Tom Hanks is in, he just screams the word, hey. Hey. And then something, he's like, hey, don't. I'm cast away. Hey. You're the captain now. <laughs> hey, that's my bridge of spies. Nice. Don't eat the bridge of spies. Hey. Exactly. I'm big. Hey, this pit's full of money. Money pit. <laughs> hey, my neighbors are probably killing people. Here, in, in the, the burbs. <laughs> hey, this league is my own. That's a good one, too. <laughs> hey, this mile is so green. Hey. I was fired for being gay here in, in the, the city, city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Actor of a generation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't gump in my forest. That one's just confusing. That doesn't make any sense. All right. So that's it for. So, Andrew, thumbs down. Thumbs on down on cocaine. cocaine one, one man's, man's seduction. seduction. There wasn't anything that you liked uh, about this movie. He got seduced. But beyond that, everything seems to be turned. turns out okay. He, like, cheated on his wife. But he, she, she, never, she never found out. He doesn't out. cheat on her. He, he intends to. Maybe. Yeah. He's tempted. He wants to. He's going to bang that younger lady. But then she's like, no. Hit, hit the bricks, Dennis Weaver. He's um, like, yeah, I guess so. I guess I will. I, uh, it does meet my qualifications for being a good movie. It is about cocaine, and it is about one man's seduction. But n- at no point do they say the title of the movie. That's fine. But you just want you just want the title. The title has to be well. There, a there's more than one man. There's one more than one man that gets seduced by cocaine in that movie. No, he's the only one who is seduced by it. Everybody else has already been seduced. Everybody else is already doing cocaine. So he's the one that's being drawn in. But Jeffrey Tambor, you don't see any seduction. We've already we've, No, he's, he's already He's already been seduced. Yeah, he, yeah he's already doing the, the seduction deed. has already happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh all right. Well, Mark gives it a thumbs up. I give I love it, a, it. I give it a thumbs down. We watched this on Amazon Prime, by the way. Yeah, you can. Not available on YouTube. It was on Netflix. on Netflix. But it is available if you have an Amazon Prime account. Or if you want to purchase it on Amazon, which... <laughs> Google Play. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Buy it on Google What is that? Is that like a, is that like a sure. Yelp? Is that like a StubHub thing? Yeah. It's, um, it's, you can go see a live stage performance of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a, you and me going, <laughs> number one for 10 years. Every six months, a new car. I feel like we could put out a stage performance of this movie. You know, there's like Point Break Live and Terminator Live. and, and Andrew, I would love it if... <laughs> for an anniversary show we rented out the um the silent movie theater <laughs> and invited people to come and see us perform cocaine one man cocaine one man seduction we didn't tell anybody what it was or like just come to our show we're just gonna, we're doing a thing we got the we got the venue we want we got the venue <laughs> we got the space we want oh. it's already the 15th far out <laughs> Oh, oh, I'll just slip it underneath your door. Yeah, if you could just slip the no, red under the door. Far out. Yeah, and then people will be in the audience going after the uh, the what have, have you here. <laughs> have a couple laughs, some brews, some burgers. And all our troubles will be over. We'll roll the kid. It'll be a, should be easy. Should be a pushover. That's that's what would happen. But uh, I'm all for it. We'll, yeah. just, we'll just rent out the space, and it'll just be us. It's just, it'll be us just doing our because we won't write anything ahead of time, and so it'll just be us either doing. Um, we also won't Mitt, re- Mitt Romney or, or Obama, and <laughs> no, we, we won't. I'm telling you, we'll just reenact all of Cocaine One Man Seduction, but we won't rewatch the movie. No, so we're going purely off of what pure, we remember. Because yeah. I think it's once every two years is the the car line. Yeah. A new car every two years. I think it's six months. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of time. That's a very quick turnaround on a new car. Yeah. You just like push this one in the dump. We got, a new, it, we got a new car it, coming it, in. Oh, oh, it needs a new uh, 
new tank of gas. I'll just uh, get a just, new one. Just get a new one. Put it in a neutral and just pushes it down into yeah. a ravine. But for next time, Mark, it sounds like we are going to watch something entitled Mazes and Monsters. Tom Hanks in his first starring role. Starring the guy that says everything he says is a stitch. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. 1982. What do you guys think happened? One of the players Robbie played with got carried away and killed him. Well, that's kind of far out. Mazes and Monsters is a far-out game. Swords, poison, spells, battles, maiming, killing. Hey, it's all imagination. Is it? So we got that to look forward to. It's going to be great, Mark. It's we gonna can be watch great. something else if you want. I'm already in the maze. All right. I'm already You're amazed. Already in the maze and I'm, the monsters. I'm, I'm monstrously amazed. Amazing and monsters. That this... They were like, can we do Dungeons and Dragons? Well, I got the trademark. He's like, all right, fuck it. Mazes and monsters. We got him. Got him. I want his Mexican non-union counterpart. <laughs> Anything else, Mark? Uh, nope. So you've got about six months to watch that yeah. before our next episode. Go ahead and check that out on YouTube or whatever video streaming service Skype. will exist in the oh future when we finally decide to record our next episode of TV Movie Night. Night in the stars. Keep watching the skies. So long. We're in the spaceship. Taking off. Goodbye. Oh, no. All of our earthly possessions are gone here in the future. We have these big long beards. Andrew, I'm starving. I'll just eat this pill. Oh. It's a full day's nutrition. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. The future is great. <laughs>